And then another time I was sort of like getting flirty with this guy. We were doing a little sexting and uh, he told me that he, (laughs) his, uh, his fantasy was to have a threesome with a woman and his father. It's no accident that sounds like you're leveling up in a video game. 48% of 18 to 29 year olds have an online dating profile. Make them work for it. 45% of people say they're more frustrated with this form of dating than hopeful. There are so many people you can connect with. Should I swipe right? Swipe wrong. Swipe wrong. Setting the record straight on dating apps. Everyday people telling everyday stories of the swipe right world with your host, Chaos. Well, I know he had a good time. It's the podcast that is number one at gas station pumps around the world. And that would be true if they played podcasts at gas station pumps and would be true if a lot of other factors were involved too. Welcome to the Swipe Wrong Podcast. I am Chaos. I am the guy who brings you the stories of other people so you don't feel like you're the only one who is attracting the crazy because it's not just you. There's enough crazy for all of us to go around and there's enough good times as well. So uh, enjoy. So even today, like we've we've wrapped up uh, season one a while ago and it's just, you know, been in post-production and putting everything together. Uh, but even today uh i had met somebody new uh and we were talking and uh just getting their stories just a friend it's that's all it really was and this person you know of course i told him that uh, we're working on this podcast and things were going on and things like that and uh she's like oh i got a story for you the story i have for you and uh this is one where she was seeing a guy for uh five six months and uh Thought they were exclusive, uh, was under the impression that they were exclusive, and for some reason, just had a feeling that things weren't right. They went out, they got a little, uh, a little uh, intoxicated, and uh, went back to her house. And this is after a few weekends of some phenomenal sex. And uh, she's like, she's like, "Are you seeing anybody else? Are you talking to anybody else?" And he said, "No, nope, I'm sure not. I'm not talking to anybody else. You know, here's my phone and here's my passcode." And uh, she opened up his phone and his passcode. And one of the first messages was to another girl. And I'm just going, what? What the fuck are you doing? I mean, if he would have just turned and said, oh, by the way, I I am. I am talking to other people. I'm somebody who, you know, you know, I know we've had a good time. We're not exclusive. We haven't talked to you. Just whatever. But no, he said, hey, by the way, here's my phone. And she's like, fuck yeah, I'm going to check. And sure enough. That's what she found. So it's the stories, and that that's that wasn't making the podcast until uh, I found out about it today. I'm like, oh, let me just share. So I'm uh, I'm amped for every episode. I really am. Every episode to me has got something different, awesome to offer. And for me, it's this one's even more unique because this person's been we've been we've been in each other's lives for about ten to fifteen years. I would say somewhere in that area, but mainly from like uh, uh, outside looking in. Like, you know, we've had a few, you know, close conversations, but man, I was really like, we had a great conversation. You get to hear it. Uh, I got to know her so much better and she's such a great person. Uh, I was pretty amped about it and uh, I think you guys will will thoroughly enjoy it. 
phenomenal personality, amazing outlook, and uh, this is not the first time that, or it's not the last time I should say that you will hear from her. So um, this episode, uh, well, actually, first, uh, sit back, relax, put your feet up, grab your popcorn, get ready for uh, for the show. And if you are in traffic, please, 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 do not hit the person next to you. Uh, enjoy the professor fucks it up with Marianne. And one more word, of course, from the quote unquote legal department. Disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions or any entities they represent. This podcast is about dating experiences. It is not to say one dating app is better or worse than another. As opposed to old school dating, what'd you say? Like, hey, this video game might be fun. How did you end up there? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I actually started probably back in 2020. It was during like, you know, the height of the pandemic. And I had been on dating apps previously years back, but I took some time off to like work on my career. So I, my focus was not on dating, but when 2020, you know, came about and we were in lockdown and stuff, I was like, you know, works, works at a steady pace at this point. Uh, you know, let me just drop back into the dating world. So I got on to Bumble and Tinder. Um, and that has been, that was a really, (laughs) I mean, kind of a shit show, but also like really, (laughs) really great learning experience as well. Um, so yeah, that, that's like kind of where I started. So it's a shit show that you don't really buy tickets to, you know, most shows you're buying tickets, you're enjoying the matinee, (laughs) buttering your popcorn, having a nice time. And this one, you're just kind of like. I don't know what the fuck is going to happen next. I assume. No, so. like I literally went into it with like zero expectations. I was like, let's just see what happens. Like, let's see what kind of men are out there. Um, and kind of, and kind of go from there. So uh, rewind to past 2020 before the pandemic. And you were, mm-hmm. you know, way back before, you know, when you're kind of fucking around before you focused on your career, what were you on then? Oh my God. Plenty of fish. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Not not like farmers only or anything like that. No, 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 no. No Christian mingle. No, <laughs> no Christian mingle. Only. Yeah. Like, uh, okay. Yeah. All yeah. Right. It was plenty of fish, which, which, which was also, I mean, like they're all kind of shit shows because, you know, it, it brings so many different types of, you know, personalities, characters, like, you know, uh, it was, but back then, plenty of fish was like it. You know what yeah, I mean? I it was that. like Bumble and, and Tinder are today. I remember it. So, what's like? Is, is there a big difference between like plenty of fish and Bumble and Tinder? Is there something you're like, all right, that was kind of kind of unique about that, and this is kind of you know, it's it's more hyperactive now or anything? So, I guess the thing back in the day that I liked about Plenty of Fish is that you could search profiles, like uh. you know by excuse me by certain categories whereas you know on bumble or tinder it's just swiping on a bunch of people so like plenty of fish was cool because you could like drill down um however nowadays it's kind it's kind of ghetto (laughs) is it really (laughs) yeah it's it's like it's pretty ghetto on there so 
uh, I would say the the quality of people, people, and I'm not going to say their behavior is much different because uh, you know dudes are dudes. Like <laughs> you've dudes, got some, yeah. you got some guys who are total gentlemen and respectful and really do want to get to know you, and then you've got the dudes that are just looking to hook up and. Um, but it's just a, it's just a different vibe. Um, when I got onto Bumble and Tinder in 2020, I actually did get back on to plenty of fish just to kind of see what it was like. Okay. One of my, one of my, uh, friends from junior high met her husband on plenty of fish back then. So tell me, tell me the, the biggest, craziest date that sticks out in your mind. Okay, so I met a guy on Bumble. Um, I believe he was around my age, maybe a few years older. His in his pictures, he looked, you know, uh, pretty, pretty cute, good-looking guy. Um, his interests kind of, you know, sparked interest in me. Sound like we had some things in common, um, and I think he was a professor uh, i can't remember what what he taught but anyhow it, it sounded good at the time and we didn't do a lot of talking and i will say after this date i switched up the way i went about how i uh start conversations when i'll actually go meet a guy like he was sort of the catalyst to like get me to a stage where i'm like nope not doing that again do so, you, so let me ask you this. So sure. do you do a phone call before a date or do you just talk back and forth through uh, text or, or the app? So that's a, that's a great question. Cause that actually has something to do with this okay. specific okay. date. So in okay. this date, I did not do a ton of texting before and I did not do a phone call. And after okay. this date, I was like, never again. I either need to speak to them on the phone so I can kind of get an idea of, you know, if there's any sort of interest or, you know, interest in even going on a date at that point. Fair enough. Um, so we didn't do a lot of texting. It was kind of like a, hey, do you want to meet up? And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? I'll give this a whirl. So we met uh, for a drink at a restaurant. Now, at that time, that was like when I guess restaurants were just opening back up. But like, you know, it was like when you had to wear a mask indoors until you got seated, all this kind of stuff. And not a lot of people were out at this time. Okay. So, so I was happy. Sure. Let sure. me say this too, real quick. So, is you're in California where it felt like it was locked down for forever, right? I mean, yes. like you, you you guys were locked down. Like I'm in the Midwest where they were just like, "Hey, put on a mask." Oh, five minutes later, they're like, "Cool, let's open everything back up." But you were locked <laughs> down for a good six months or something like that, right? We really were, and like everybody was starting to get like totally stir crazy, and you know, just let me out of here. You know, sure. like we're yeah. not used to being locked up. So yeah. okay. So I was like, yeah, cool. I'll meet this guy. Like, why not? It gets me out. Um, Cause I, you know, I live alone. I don't have any animals at this point. So I was, I was starting to get kind of feeling cooped up and a little lonely. So I was like, yeah, let's do this. So we meet there. Number one, he's short, way shorter than he said on his profile. 
That's insane to me. I've heard that a few times and I don't understand a dude saying he's 5'10 and he shows up 5'3 and you're going, if you're going to lie about that, bro, what the fuck? Like, I understand dudes exaggerate about size and size matters, but that's insane. All right. Sorry. Yeah. That no, one no, just no, blows no. me away. It, it really is. It's like, do you think I'm not going to realize that? Like, yeah. I, I'm 5'6, so I'm like average or maybe a little on the like taller side for women. So I prefer to have a man that's like five, 10 and up right. six, six, one is like my, my sweet spot. But right. you know, if the guy has a really great personality, when I'm not going to be like, Oh, he's, he's not six, one. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not that big of an asshole, but you know, on your profile, just be honest because sometimes for some women that really makes a huge difference. Um, it's just a thing that we do. I know men get butt hurt about it for us. It's like a, um, for me personally, I like to feel like my man is bigger than I am. You know, it's kind of like a protective thing, exactly. it's, you know, like I, if I'm wearing heels, I want you to be taller. Like I'm not trying to do the whole Nicole Kidman, Tom Cruise thing. Sure. sure. You know? sure. So anyway, so I show up, he's shorter than he says he is. He's definitely not as good looking. However, that isn't necessarily somebody's personality could win over like their looks for me. Right. So I was like, okay, well, let's just, let's see how we vibe. So we get down, we sit, we sit down and we're starting to kind of talk. It's uh, I, I can tell he's a little, uh, he's, he's kind of, kind of dorky, which I, okay. I don't mind. Okay. Like sometimes dudes are dorky and I think right. it's actually absolutely adorable. He was dorky and like, a uh, I can't read the room way. Okay. So we, we start Social, talking socially about, awkward. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah. Socially awkward. And, and especially for like a, a professor at, you know, a, at UCLA, like okay. you would think yeah. you're around students, like sure. you're speaking to people, like you would have a little more finesse about you sure. or charisma. Sure. And uh, uh, we you. start talking about like, he said, you know, we were talking about what we do for a living. And, um, you know, I was asking, you know, it was, it was good, like back and forth questions like that was flowing. It's not like he just talked about himself. Um so I said, Oh, so you're a professor at UCLA. He's like, yeah, this is what I teach. And I said, Oh, my mom actually graduated from UCLA. And he's like, Oh, that's amazing. Um, he's like, did you go there as well? And I said, no, I did. I did take college courses, but I didn't graduate. Um, in my field, you don't need to have any type of degree to do it. You, you go to like a, 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 an accounting technical school to, to be able to do, I do business consulting and bookkeeping. Oh, cool. And so he says, Oh, were your parents disappointed in you? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I was like, uh, could you be more insulting asshole? Like, oh, I literally was just like, this dude is such a tool. And I was like, no, I was like, my parents were very proud of me and my accomplishments. And then I had to add in just to fuck with him a bit. I mean, it is true, but I was like, and my mom died 
when I was like college years. And that kind of like, I was like, I need to just throw that in there. Like what he just said was so fucking insulting. And like, were they disappointed? It was so <laughs> random. I was just like, and they died. And he's like, uh oh and i'm like yeah asshole really disappointed that you didn't graduate college and i'm just like you know dude this isn't the 1950s where that's like <laughs> know, expected right? of, like there's people who are literally like instagram influencers have nothing but a college you know diploma or, or sorry a, a high school diploma, high school diploma yeah and like, you know, they're making like millions of dollars. Like it, in this day and age, you don't need a college degree. Like it was just so snotty and so judgmental. And I was just like, this dude is so lame. Uh. So then we get, we're, we're having a drink or whatever. And at that point, you, you know me, I'm not, I'm not a big drinker, but I was like, yeah, right. I definitely drink to sit through this. <laughs> I'll take two. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, make it a double bitch. Like, <laughs> so I literally like, I finished the drink and then I, I feel like I just at that point, after he said that, I just kind of zoned out and I was like, you know what, this is, this is trash. Like uh. I, I, you know, so when we left, I feel like he thought the date went fantastically. You know, and I was just like, get me the fuck out of here. So uh, he walked me to my car and I literally could just like not get out of there quick enough. Uh, he tried to and kiss you? No, thankfully. Okay. Thankfully, okay. he did not try to kiss me. But he was like, oh, yeah, we should make plans again and this, that. And I'm like, mm, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so that was, that was probably the, the weirdest, most random thing that oh. I've ever come across, like to be insulted on a first date. Like, Oh, that's so bad. I mean, I'll take it a step for like, you're right. You know, the college degree is not what it used to be, but the college debt definitely is not what it used to be. Either. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like I, you know, have a, a full business spending $2,000 on the training that I got, you know, and yeah. probably can make more than a lot of other people who do have a college degree. So, yeah. you know, wh wh I feel like that's one of those things. It's just kind of like you do what works for you. Oh, 100%. and you know, like, don't be, don't be a judgmental <laughs> asshole. Like just On a don't. first date, especially. Yeah. <laughs> oh hey, how God. you doing? Gosh, I wonder if we're going to go out again, by the way, were your parents disappointed in you by <laughs> any stretch? I don't care if you're talking about like paint by numbers and you did a bad paint by number. They can't ask that question or think that thought. That's stupid. like so dumb. So dumb. Like just the guy was just had no clue. Oh, God, that's <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm sorry. That's an awesome story. I'm sorry you had to endure it. Holy shit. That is awful. Yeah. All right. So the question that I like, I, I probably ask it too much to everybody. I think I'm even asking the guys how many over under how many dick pics do you think you've gotten? Um, a lot. Um, but for me, that depends on if they're like, whether I get carried away with that is more in the sense of like the context of it. You know, like I may have actually invited dick pics. I should uh, ask my, that. I'm sorry. Do you request them too? Like we, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. my sister, one of your best friends, I think requests yep. them. And that was the first one where I went, whoa, okay. So I should have asked it better that way. My apologies. So unsolicited maybe is what I should have asked. 
Yeah. So unsolicited, not that many in recent years. Most guys at this point will, they're a little more respectful with that. Um, Way back in the day when I was on Plenty of Fish, I would get a lot of unsolicited Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like where almost like where you've had literally two sentences of a conversation and then they're like, bam, here it is. Uh, you know, to which back then I, I wasn't as, I guess, emotionally mature or like sexually mature Mm -hmm. to where, you know, I kind of didn't know what to do with that, you know, 10 years ago. Whereas now if that happens, I'm just like, ew, you're a creep. Like, (laughs) so you mentioned it earlier and I I probably should have gone to this question instead of the dick pics, but I can't, I can never help myself for some reason because it always makes my jaw drop. But so hilarious. that date you said changed kind of how you went about things. So how did things change? So at that point, I felt like I need to do like a pre-screening, right? Where I either would chat with them by text for a good week before I would decide if a date was even kind of worth it. Because it's not like I would just talk to one guy at a time and like waste my time. I'd be talking to several guys and kind of like pre-qualifying them for a date. Um, Or I would do a phone call. And within that phone call, you know, depending on Mm -hmm. what they were comfortable with or not, um, I would do a phone call, see if we were like, you know, had good rapport, we're, we're vibing on the same frequency. And then then at that time, if they asked me out, then I would say yes or no. That's cool. That makes yeah. sense. I, I, uh, I think one of the, when I first was on the app, somebody wanted to do a phone call and I was against it. Not because I was against talking to the person, but because I, I have this really big personality. And so in, in my head, I'm like phone calls, no big deal, whatever. It would be fine. Just why don't we just get to the date? I'm not realizing how many people don't have personalities. Mm-hmm. And then it was explained to me in a couple of ways, kind of like what you're saying, but also like there was one girl that said she was texting back and forth with a guy and he was so funny and she couldn't wait to meet him. And what she didn't realize is the text, he had time to think about what he was going to say and mm. was witty in that capacity. And so when he sent it back, he sounded funny. But when she sat across from the table from him, it was like just talking to the wall. It's like, all right, that makes sense. That's that's totally on me. So I've learned over the years. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. So so the phone call. Uh, yeah, sounds super important. It, it really is. Yeah. And he, even some people, especially during the pandemic, like a lot of my girlfriends would do uh, FaceTimes or Zoom calls with somebody before they'd actually meet up. And I think that that's a really great way as well, because then you're actually you can see the person um, so that you can kind of see their mannerisms, see if there's like an attraction there um, and kind of go from there. I actually haven't done that. I tend to be a little more shy in the beginning. Um, So for me, I really like to either text for a while or do the, uh, you know, do a phone call. Okay. Makes sense. So now your best date, whether you ended up, you know, having a relationship or not, Yes. So last August, I I went through, Mandy knows this. I went through my, what I call my hoe phase. Um, I was just I meeting guys and, and, you know, it was just more about like experimenting and just kind of getting used to, because as you know, I, I dated women for 
in my from like 24 to 34 Mm -hmm. uh strictly so Mm -hmm. i kind of had to like get used to men and their behavior and like you know they're very different you know animals compared to women (laughs) and the type of like relationships animals is the right Uh, term i think yeah 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 yeah. it it definitely can be (laughs) carnal Um, yeah yeah. and so i kind of used last year as like a uh kind of figuring men out and how I relate to them again, because, you know, when you're with women, it's the emotional side of it is kind of automatic. Now, don't get me wrong. There's definitely women that are players there. I've definitely dated a few of those too, but for the most part, I've always had like a better emotional connection with women. So this was like, just trying to kind of figure all this out last year. So I did have a few hookups, which were totally fun, totally worth it. Great experience. Um, And then it got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm looking for a relationship now. So as I told you, I was on Tinder and Bumble. Um, I had met this guy. We'll call him... Paddington. Um, <laughs> right. Paddington, Paddington the bear. The bear, yeah. <laughs> Paddington. Um, if for some reason he ever hears this this uh, podcast, he'll know why. Okay. Um, but anyways, I, I met this guy and we just hit it off immediately. And we texted for probably a good like 10 days before we met. And it was one of those connections where like the sparks were flying, the mental and emotional connection was like, I I was, I was just so wooed, so excited. Um, He was too. We were practically finishing each other's sentences. He was super respectful, super fun. Um, and I was, I was really excited. So we decided about 10 days in that we wanted to obviously meet in person. So at that point, I was like, you know, I, it was still COVID time. I was like, you know what? Let's go for a walk around a park. Um, there was a park pretty close by to me. And it felt like safe as far as the COVID thing. And then it also felt, I'm very, like, after that shitty date, I was like, I do not want to be fucking trapped in a restaurant like if this doesn't if this goes bad i want a fucking way out like quickly good point yeah so um and and you know it's like he and i had this amazing connection and you know from pictures we were like yeah we're attracting each other but you never know once you're in person right right so we met at the park and of course we're both like super nervous and you know he's kind of shy i'm kind of shy but we literally walked around this this park area for a good uh i think he had like you know like timed it on his his phone or whatever and we ended up walking for four miles (laughs) (laughs) and like you know it was just like it was so cool again respectful but like flirty um he did end up kissing me and literally the next night I was like, uh, he was actually a little more like shying away from the whole sex thing. Uh-huh. Um, 
And I was just like, no, we're, we're doing this. <laughs> um, so I invited him the, over, the next night and, and we ended up in a relationship uh, That's cool. for probably a good four months. So cool. yeah, it, it's like, it really wasn't about where we were. It was like the content of that connection yeah. and and all of that that's so awesome. that i would definitely say that's like the best date yeah all right so there was the psychological connection more than just the four miles around the park then yes <laughs> yes yeah it was just such a just amazing you know it was like we literally said that night we were sitting in my car after we had walked four miles <laughs> and uh we were both like uh we're probably going to get married someday. It was just, <laughs> it was just like, so we were so in sync with each other that it was, you know, it was just like, yeah, we're, we're probably, we probably are going to get married today. You know, I mean, that, uh, at some point. That's one of those where uh, he's talking to his friends the next day. He's all, he's all, how did the date go? And he's saying, I'm sore. And they're thinking, add a boy. And like, no, man, I walked four fucking miles. I'm sore. <laughs> Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, How long was that date after the, uh, after professor chaos? Meaning from professor chaos to To when I met Paddington. Yeah. 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 Well, I think I met professor chaos. That's a great, great way (laughs) to uh, describe him. I think that was 2020 and I met Paddington in August of last year. So it was kind of like, you know, yeah, it was, it was kind of, a, a year in the making. Um, right. And then like when I started in 2021, I probably got on the sites in April okay. and talked to a ton of guys. And so from April to August is, you know, uh, cause you mentioned so the PTSD, you mentioned the PTSD from, from the professor day <laughs> to that one. So that one, that one must've stayed like, no, we're not going anywhere in clothes. Yeah, we're staying out. Yeah. I need like to pull in case of emergency to get out of this fucking day. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. I was like, where's my parachute. Yeah. I am uh, busting out of this window. Oh yeah. But yeah, that was the great thing about it. It was kind of like, it gave, gave me, an idea of how I wanted to handle things going forward. <laughs> and then you have the success and you're all right. So, and that was phone calls and him and everything worked out a little bit better. Right. Yeah. Okay. So not that you need me to say it, but you said, I think your, your host age, which like this, there, there it is so hard to just find happiness. So mm-hmm. like to chase happiness, it, it, it looks different for absolutely everybody. So like, go do whatever stage you need to do or needed to do. Cause mm-hmm. Lord knows putting a smile on your face is not the easiest or anybody's face is not the easiest thing to do in the world. No, it's not. And, and that was such a needed experience. And it was only like a couple month period, but it was like, so it was totally fun. It was informative. I got to, you know, check things off my sexual, sexual bucket list. (laughs) Um, You know, I was doing things that I had always thought of and I was just like, this is amazing. And then it was kind of like, all right, I'm done. I want a boyfriend now. Yeah. yeah liberated <laughs> and, and free, right? Totally. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I feel like there's a time and a place for everything. Without you doing that, do you think it would have taken a lot longer for you to get around the, um, that just, just the mentality of dating men? Uh, yeah, probably. I feel yeah. like every single experience, whether I just, 
talk to a guy and it was kind of flirty to meeting them in person and having the intimate experiences uh, and then meeting Paddington who kind of really like um, he set the bar high and he set my standards up higher going oh. forward, even though we ended up breaking up. Like it, it was one of those relationships that was just, it leveled me up in so many different ways. So now when I look for a, a, a partner, I, it's, it's like, I've been through all the bullshit. Like now I know what I want and how I want to be treated. I love that. If I, I would hug that Paddington bear if I met him. That's awesome. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. All right. So creepers, mini creepers or creepiest date or anything like that. Um, so I have some, some old school. These are, these are like plenty of fish days. Uh, I'll take them. I have had a few that, were what I, I call <laughs> stage five clingers. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. The kind of guys that you can tell are like, you know, they probably don't mean anything by it, but they're like, they just want to be loved. And the way they're going about it is in a really sort of desperate, uh, I'll say anything you want. And not in like a, manipulative like love bombing way in like a just kind of this weird insecure desperate way and i remember talking to this one guy who uh i believe he was in law enforcement and he was you know at first the conversation was good and then he gets into how he would let his girlfriend or wife hook up with other men. But he wouldn't do that on his end. Like he wouldn't want to go out and, you know, bang other women or anything. And I was like, uh, okay, that was, it was a little off putting. I mean, most, most women would be like, yeah, yeah, it's a dream. But, <laughs> but for me, I was like kind of looking more into like, his psychology i was like yeah. Mm, yeah most people are not down with that it's either you're in a monogamous relationship or you're in an open relationship or you both you know where it's equal mm -hmm. like you're both you know uh having other sexual partners or whatever right right and then he tells me that one of his biggest um one thing that he wanted to try now, I will say this at this time, I was not turned on by the thought of a man being with another man. I okay. was like, no, no, no. Like, even though I am bisexual, there was something <laughs> about a, a man being with another man. That was a turn off to me. Me too, um, by the way, just so we're clear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, now that that has changed uh in in not my for me, but okay not right. for you not for <laughs> yeah. you but right. yes like for me <laughs> like, for I, i've been with men now that have been with other men does not bother me um in fact that might actually be something i'd be down to watch however awesome. this guy was was talking about how uh he wanted to be with another guy and um 
I was kind of like, I can't imagine this like law enforcement dude sucking a dick. Like <laughs> I, I'm imagining, I'm just, you know, at that time I just was naughty as evolved. And, uh, <laughs> I, I really was just so turned off. I was just like, ill. Okay. Um, so, so judgy. And like, for me, that aspect, I'm, I look at that and I'm like, that's so cringe, Galen. Like, you're bisexual. You should know better. It's cool for people to want to experiment. But at that time, I was more closed-minded about it. And, you know, I, I think I had told him something like, yeah, um, I think that's cool if you want to do that. But like, I'm not really the type of girl that, you know, wants to be with a man who wants to be with another man. Was this, and- was this date one? No, we actually oh, okay. never got to the, sorry. We never, never got, got to, to date one. Never no, got no, no, to no. Date this one. was all okay. like literally within one, you know, text messaging, like, oh, well, shit. The, after I, I kind of, you know, softly rejected him, uh-huh. uh, he kept texting and it just got more incessant and more incessant. And it was, it was creepy to me because I was like, this guy is in law enforcement. He probably, my name is, you know, my name is Galen. It's not Jennifer. Like you can find me. Um, so that would, that was kind of creepy. And then another time also on plenty of fish, I was sort of like getting flirty with this guy. We were doing a little sexting and, uh, he told me that he, (laughs) his, uh, his fantasy was to have a threesome with a woman and his father. What? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh shit, the therapy. Oh, the therapy mm-hmm. that's needed. I was like, oh, this dude is so fucked in his head. Like I, again, oh. like I I'm open to mo- at this point in my life, I'm open to most things. I am not into oh incest in any type no, no, of no that's no. creepy as fuck like you actually want to see your dad's dick and like your uh, dad having sex with the girl you're date. like no uh, that that is all kinds of wrong so i, the, I definitely heard some some crazy things uh, <laughs> but yeah you I must have been from say, kentucky oh my god right? or Jeez. yeah alabama yeah 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 oh gee yeah holy sh- so and like you talk about like like he had a shot like he had a good mm-hmm. shot to <clears throat> meet you and have a great night of sex and then just throws out there god my fantasy here's a picture of my dad how about if he comes you're just like going what the this ain't the motherfucking brady bunch bro no, like you know and here's the thing like there's there's you know i'm at an age now where you know i could possibly have sex with a guy yeah. Who's like in their late twenties or something. If I, you know, if I wanted to do like a sure. Madonna or JLo thing, like not, right. not opposed to it in a certain situation. Like I could essentially bang you and bang your dad. Right. Cause your dad's right. probably more close to an age to me, like older right. than me a little bit, but, um, but not at the same time. Like, and, and I mean, that's not like, I'm either, you know, I, I wouldn't be doing that. However, like, in a logical sense, like, yeah, I could do that. Uh, but not, you know, like, 
not, no, I'm not trying to bang you and your dad at the same time. That's, that's creepy as hell. Um, and not because it wouldn't be okay for me. Yeah, exactly. But it's not okay for you guys. And I'm watching this and no, it was, it was so fucked up. So I literally ended the conversation. I, I don't remember what I had actually said to him. Cause again, this was probably like eight years ago. Um, but he, I just ended the conversation. And at this point him and I hadn't spoken on the phone or anything. Well, then he starts incessantly calling me oh, and I'm going, no. Oh boy. Like, and I, I, you know, I didn't know if he was actually telling me that story to see how it react uh, or if he really meant it, you know, like, yeah. And it was so weird though. That that's so like what you're saying. So if, if you brought it up, if you're like, man, dude, you are a good looking dude. And so is your dad. I could bang you both. That's one yeah. thing. If he's like, Hey, by the way, you know, it's, it's fucking bring your kid to work day. And right. I was just wondering, you know, if you wanted to come too. like, that's just, wow. Yeah. Wow. And I'm afraid that I hope he didn't get like his aunt or sister to be the third one in that whole family equation. Cause that's oh my God. dirty. Jesus. Yeah, it was so it was just so over the top and bizarre. And I have to say, truly, that is uh, the weirdest thing yeah. I've ever Yeah, because you're right. Yeah. He totally did have a chance like there was a, you know, there was a physical, sexual flirtiness, you know, connection there. And it could have been fun for like a hookup kind of dynamic. But sure. And he had a chance, but he threw yeah. that in and just totally ruined it. And he was just kind of like, I don't understand. Are, are you upset with me? Like, it, it was this weird. I was like, bro, that like, you need therapy. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you tell him that? I don't think so. I think at the time I was still a little like shy to say, like kind of speak my mind. Um, in situations like that, now I probably would be like, you know, that, that sounds like a really unhealthy thing. Like you might want to talk to somebody about that, but that's a trip. (laughs) I can't say I've ever heard that before at all. And I, I got you, you handled it a lot better. I think than most people did or would. (laughs) I tried, you know, like I, again, it was just one of those, like, I don't, I don't even know what to say to that. Like that's yeah. so fucking far out there and, yeah. and creepy that. Yeah. yeah. So let me ask you this. So you, so off and on been doing this for a few years, if you mm-hmm. were to give any advice to women, uh, what would you, what would the advice be? Ooh, that is a really good question. Oh, there's probably a few things. Number one, you have to go into it with really no expectations, but um, kind of, have a goal in mind. You know, if you're looking for a hookup, um, you can still have a hookup or a friends with benefits situation that is respectful, um, kind of on all levels. Uh, you don't have to let men, uh, kind of run, run that show or act in a sleazy or disrespectful way. Um, there are guys out there who, you know, l- like I, I do have a sort of friends with benefits and, uh, you know, there's no 
there's no emotional connection between him and I. It's it's purely on a sexual basis. Um, but it's still very like mature, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like you, mm-hmm. you don't have to go into playing games or like, you know, the, to me, I feel like there's a way to do it in a fun but mature way. Um, and, and also knowing if you are going to get to a situation like that, um, you have to know your own boundaries with it, like emotional boundaries. It's, it's always a little bit harder for women to have, uh, if you're going to participate in hookup culture, you know, to, to get feelings and all that. So it's kind of like, know your boundaries with that. And then when it comes to relationships, I think a lot of women get stuck in, situations with men who were that where it's leaving them confused about men's feelings. Uh, I, I have gone through that before and I will say, and I'm sure you can back me up on this. If a man is truly interested in you, you will not be confused about how he feels about you. 100%. Because a man who is interested is actively pursuing you um, is very engaged, is consistent, um, and treats you with respect and kindness and doesn't play stupid games or isn't confused about whether he wants a relationship or not. Like I, 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 I've been there and I don't want other women to get stuck in that, but I, I don't know. He said this and now I'm confused, like with the right guy. And I, this is why I'm so thankful to Paddington because he proved to me uh, that if, you know, he was sort of the catalyst for me to realize like how a man treats you if he's truly interested. So if, if you are confused about a man, that means he's not that interested. Yep. Totally agree. You sound like you really like, I know I'm stating the obvious, but like Paddington came around at the right time and gave you exactly what you needed just in life, not just in a relationship. Is that totally? Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Like, even though that relationship didn't last, um, it was, it was exactly what I needed to, to, to prove to me because I really had a negative view of men. Like I had really only been around these dudes who want to hook up and, you know, I didn't really know what it was like to be treated uh with like the utmost love and care and paddington brought that to me really yeah he changed the game for me like it it doesn't matter that we didn't last you know i still have uh uh love for him uh but we you know we just long-term compatibility just wasn't there uh but yeah he he up leveled everything for me and my standards and uh I know going forward when I sort of get back into the dating world, like now I really know what I want and what I will accept and what I will not accept. That's awesome. Like it really sounds like um, going into that and, and this feels more and more common on these sites is, is women see the worst of, of what men can be like and just lose their faith in men. And that seems more common than not. A thousand percent. Yeah. And I was one of those people. I I went into it with such a sort of negative attitude. It was just like, oh, all men are the same. Like Mm -hmm. they're all assholes. They're just after one thing. 
And yeah, a lot of guys are, but Mm -hmm. you can weed them out and not take it personally. You know, like I, I, I see a lot of women who have been through these experiences and then their defenses get up and they really do start taking it personally. It gets very, um, it's tiring. It's exhausting. It's, um, and I feel like it's like that for everybody, men and women, but you know, they get, they get down on whether they'll ever actually find their person whether they, you know, just want a long-term relationship or they want to get married. Um, And I was one of those women until Paddington came along and changed the game. And I'm like, no, there are good guys out there. And I do feel in the future that I will find my person. So he gave you hope. I'm happy to hear that for sure. Definitely. Thank you for being along for the ride of the swipe wrong podcast, where we take everyday people like you and me telling their everyday stories of their swipe right life show is produced by Jay Pelham. He is the host of Pelham place. If you want to reach out to the show and tell us your story, we'd love to hear it. Give us a call. Google voice us at 317-426-6616. Leave your information and we'll get back to you or just your story. You can also email Email us at swipewrongpod at gmail.com. We are on Insta, Facebook, TikTok. We're out there. I am Chaos, the host of Chaotic Commentary. You can find me pretty much anywhere that you see me. And next week, the saga continues. Swipe wrong. Swipe wrong. Swipe wrong.